You're listening to episode 177 of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. After today, we've only got a handful of episodes until we're ringing in the new year. I know many are already looking ahead at the new year, making plans, setting intentions, getting strategic. And if you're a business owner already, or maybe 2021 is the year that you launch, this one is for you. Growing your brand online can feel difficult. Showing up online in an authentic way can feel just as difficult. For some, it can be second nature, and to others, well, we need a little guidance. Lucky for us, Kimberly Olson is here to drop some actionable knowledge for us today. Kimberly is the creator of The Gold Digger Girl, where she serves female entrepreneurs by teaching them simple systems and online strategies in sales and marketing. Through the power of social media, they are equipped to explode their online presence and get real results in their business genuinely and authentically. She has two PhDs in natural health and holistic nutrition, has achieved a leadership position in her current network marketing company, is the author of the best-selling books, The Gold Digger and Why Balance is BS, has a top-rated podcast, and travels nationally public speaking. Most recently, she shared the stage with Rachel Hollis, Rob Sperry, Fraser Brooks, and is an ambassador for John Maxwell. I can't wait to share this episode with you, but first, I just want to say thank you to everyone who showed up for Podcast Wellness Week last week presented by Podbean. I got to share the mic on the Body Love panel with some amazing women, and it was truly my honor. If you bought a ticket, you can replay any of the panels or the headliner interviews that you may have missed. I also did a headliner interview. Go check that one out. Thank you to Podbean for inviting me and again to everyone who listened. Speaking of listening, be sure to let me know what resonates with you the most on today's episode. I am always hanging out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at MindBizLife. Are you ready to meet Kimberly? You know what to do. Tune in, turn it up, let's go. You're listening to Master Your Mind, Business, and Life. Conversations with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hi, Kimberly. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Lauren. I'm so excited to be here. You are a mama. You've got two PhDs. You're a wife, a best-selling author, a podcaster. I just know that you've got a good story to share. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur? There's always a story, right? Always. <laughs> so I actually had kind of a tough situation. I was, we had our second baby and our babies were back to back. So my second one came unexpectedly and we weren't really, I wasn't really ready for that mentally. I had postpartum with my first and we had just built like our dream home, bought two new vehicles you know, I had a fancy job. My husband had a great job. We're just living the life, right? The second baby comes along and right before I had her, I got let go from my six figure salary job without like any warning. They were, they just eliminated my territory. So it was one of those like, Whoa, you know, and I was so close to having her. I couldn't really like go and interview and, you know, get a job. So I took some, you know, I did some freelance work for about five months while I was on maternity leave, but I went into a pretty dark, dark place you know, started struggling more and more with alcohol abuse and it just was not a good situation. So I went and took a job locally just to, you know, get by and make ends meet. It was a two and a half hour commute. And I, yeah. And so between working full-time and all of that, I never saw them. Like I would FaceTime in a doctor's appointments and I'll never forget Dr. Dr. Temple would go, you're such a great mom. You're so committed. And I was like, 
I suck. Like I'm not in there with my little babies, you know, and I uh, just really a lot of just negative self-talk really down. So in the spring of 2017, my, they were now um, one and two and a half. My good friend kept asking me about our network marketing and I kept saying, no, 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 I don't want anything to do with that. It's gross. Like, I don't like the feel of it. And she said, no, look, it's helping people. Like it's helping people. And then she like figured me out, you know, she's like, it's going to help kids. And I'm like, what? I want to help the kids. Right. So, <laughs> so I said, look, girl, we, we cut up our credit cards. We're getting out of debt. I said, I'm going to put this on my secret credit card. My husband doesn't know about you've got 30 days to help me make this money back or I'm out. She's like, okay. So I was really coachable. I was very hungry. And, you know, I made my money back. And that summer I decided to get professional help uh, because I kept self-sabotaging and I, you know, I would have this very stressful day trying to make this business in the nights and weekends, but I would, you know, have too much, uh, too much wine to drink at dinner, you know, things like that. So I enlisted in professional help and it took about six weeks, but it was so interesting. We weren't really working on the alcohol piece. We were working on my mindset. Mm. No, cause I had tried, obviously, you know, it runs in my family and it, it can be very addicting. And, um, I realized that I had very, very negative programming that I'd had my whole life. So we worked on my subconscious mindset and I worked with her very, like I was all in, you know, and something flipped one day I woke up and I felt positive. I was, you know, I was speaking good words, kind words, telling myself I was awesome. I could do this. Like I could make this business work. So in the fall of 2017, I started uh, going live on Facebook. I had 250 friends on Facebook, Lauren, and no Instagram account. So if anyone listening is like, I don't know how to start a personal brand. I don't know how to start a business. I didn't either, but I'm telling you when I, I, I thought to myself, if I could figure out how to do this, not only can I help other moms, but I can be home with my kids, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just started going live and with my wellness background, I was like, natural deodorant, wake up with lemon water. Like I had no idea what I was doing, but I showed up every week. I was myself. I didn't pretend to be someone else. And then people started asking me like, how are you doing all this? You know, like around your family and, you know, we want to know about your time management tips and goal setting and, you know, planning and vision board. So I just started teaching them what I, what I knew and that spring I launched the gold digger girl and monetized it because so many people were like, we'll pay you, you know, just teach us what you're doing. And so since then I've grown my following to, uh, we reach a million people a month. I have about 150,000 followers. Um, we are going to do about 1.1 million this year in revenue. I've been home for two years. Uh, and obviously you shared some of my, my cool stats, but I actually, um, I I'm, I'm actively in network marketing. So it's great as a coach that I can teach relevant, timely strategies that help people. And I'm all about systems. I'm all about duplication, right? High touch with people, but being able to automate some of that. So that way you're not always working and have that work-life balance. Oh my goodness. So much good stuff that I want to dive into because (laughs) wow, I feel like you could just probably take that step back and I'm sure you do it often to even just look at where you were five years ago. And then it's just like that pinch me moment. I'm sure. (laughs) How cool. And then you get to live in that every day. So the first thing I kind of want to unpack in this is- Let's go back to the mental health piece and your mindset, because I feel like everything really starts in the core there. Since you started making these shifts, how has that just changed how you show up for yourself every day? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I remember when I started, I thought no one wants to hear from me. I have no value to offer. Like my self-worth was low. My confidence was low. And that's often why we will invite it, you know, addictive behaviors and that self-sabotage, the self-sabotage even could be lack of consistency. Mm. People 
will be very inconsistent on social media. They're just sat, they're sabotaging themselves. Right. Right. And so when I started, like I'm three and a half years sober. And so when I went and did that work, what happened was I had started telling myself a new story. And then what would happen is I would start to hear, like I would get inspired action and I believe in God. So I, I would, it's all always serving, right? It's always good stuff. Right. I would get these nudges, like reach out to that person, you know, um, go put this post up. It's going to inspire someone go mm. live. I would get these nudges. And before I would have talked myself out of it, right? Oh, who's going to want to hear from me? No way. But then I, I decided to become very obedient and it got stronger and stronger and stronger. So people are always like, how did you build this? Like, what's your business plan? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I have no plan. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing next year. <laughs> yeah. All I do is listen. And you can't hear if you've got this noise going on constantly that you're a horrible person and you're not good enough and no one wants to hear your message. There's always somebody out there who needs to hear your story. There's always someone out there that's in a worse place than you are. And even if it's the struggle to success and you're, you're taking people along the journey of right now this year, I could name a million scenarios that people have gone through that are not great for them to say, you know what though, I got back up today and I told myself, Hey, I lifted my head off the pillow. I have a roof over my head. I have kids that love me and I'm going to get back up again today. And I'm going to make today awesome. Like yeah. there's always someone who needs to hear your message. So I think the biggest shift for me was able, able to clear that space in my mind to hear the good stuff, because there are divine downloads that we can all receive. But a lot of times we can't hear it because we're so negative, you know, that negative yeah. self-talk is so loud. Yeah, absolutely. And that, of course that comes through repetition. Like you had even yes. said you were doing the work and then it's, it is like that light switch. Like you wake up one day, you're like, oh, but you know, it didn't happen that way. You had to do the work <laughs> yeah. to do it that way. If it were only so easy, I but wish. it, but it makes sense, right? Because we don't just wake up and turn on a light switch. There was someone who installed the electricity for us and someone who made it. So there are parts and pieces and a process to everything. But a lot of that sounds like just giving yourself the permission to change and to be the person you really want to be. Absolutely. I yeah. And I love that you touched on that when you first showed up, you had 250 Facebook <laughs> friends because that in itself, like when you show up to talk to 250 people, it's like you're showing up to still talk to a million people. Like, oh, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So how did you do that every day? Like what, what did you, and I think like content in itself is a struggle for some people because you're like, well, what do I talk about every day? How do I show up every day if I don't know what to talk about? So what did those like first couple, you know, like months on social media, how did you know what to talk about and, you know, keep going? What did that process look like for you? Yeah. So I think the most important thing that I've learned is you have to be aligned with what you're doing and it needs to feel good. So a lot of people, like I do believe in coaching. I'm a coach myself and I have coaching programs, but I, I was, I saw the value in that really quickly and it reinvested back my income from the business into coaching mm -hmm. group coaching. You know, I wasn't couldn't afford private just yet when I first started, but I got into group coaching. I was such a student, you know, I took in everything I could to learn about attraction marketing, building a personal brand. And people think branding is like the gold digger girl. It's not brand is your personal brand is who you are on social media and how you're showing up. Like, what are you known for when people think of you? What do they think of? So when I first started, I was just copying what my upline in network marketing, you have an upline or a sponsor or whatever you want to call it. And they were just teaching spamming your page, right? Post a product link or whatever. 
And I did that and I would get no traction on it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that. That doesn't feel good to me. So I thought, well, what do I love to talk about? Well, I love to talk about health and wellness. <laughs> I've been doing it for 20 years, you know, and there's so many like little cool hacks that people don't know about. So I just started sharing stuff about being a mom, um, you know, things with my kids. I would share inspirational quotes because that's always been a big part of my life is journaling and, you know, all that. So I would share quotes and then like I said, I would go live once a week when I started, I started a Facebook group right away, actually, because people said, well, I said, who has some goals that they're working on? I'm like, what do you guys need? And this is a clue. If even with the 250 friends <laughs> and I started growing it, you know, I, I kept running people, but with that few hundred, I said, what do you, what do you all need help with? And they said, well, we want to lose weight. We want to have more energy. So I was like, okay, I'll start a group. All in with Kim was my first Facebook group. It just reached 18,000 members, which is comical, but it was, I rebranded re it, but it was called all in with Kim. I had a hundred people who said I'm in. Okay. So I told them I would give them free coaching for a month and I would encourage them to hit their goals. So I would just post and they're like, you got it. <laughs> like I yeah. legit did not know what I was doing, but they were like, oh my gosh, she's here to help us. She's showing up. Like she's so busy. I can't believe she's making it happen. Maybe I can too. And that group became uh, my first place where I nurtured those relationships. And eventually those are the people who became my first, you know, clients and bought my content. Awesome. I love that so much. And I love that you just showed up and it's, it's like every day I'm going to show up. And even if I don't have the most inspiring message to say like this <laughs> long post, but you don't have to, that's the, mm -hmm. that's the beauty. You can share other people's words and you can just share the, the experiences you're going through. I know that you said you had a Facebook group, but I think this is where a lot of people get tripped up is they don't know where to spend their energy on social media. So mm -hmm. how do you know, you know, now I need to nurture my Facebook group versus my Instagram. Like, where do you, how do you know where to put your energy on social media? Yes. That is such a good question. Cause I have a, a really strong uh, following on, or, you know, like reach on Instagram reels and it, and, you know, I'll have some of my students that are just killing it with TikTok. I mean, they're like mom, middle-aged moms that are like yeah. getting all of these leads from TikTok using like a texting service. So what I would say to you is don't try to be everywhere at once pick wherever you're naturally hanging out the most. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I just go to Facebook right away when I pull up my phone or, you know, I'm hopping on social media, then go build on, on Facebook and you can layer the other ones in later. So now we've, we're at, we're on every single platform. But when I first started, it was just Facebook. I didn't touch Instagram until the following summer. So almost a year into it, I didn't even have an Instagram account. So I think that's really important is wherever you naturally hang out, start there. And when it comes to Facebook, people think they should get a Facebook business page and have this like cool name and put these like polished posts up. That's not how it works. People, Facebook is pay to play the business pages. So if you're going to do ads or something along those lines, cool. But otherwise I recommend everybody starts first building on their personal profile. And this can feel very, like you feel naked. Like you said, even with 250 people, it feels like a million but the fastest way to build up your know, like, and trust factor, which is what you need to do to build online is to share who you are. So that could be selfies. And it, it's always with a story, like put a description on, um, maybe you have your hands in the air and you have a funny face and you're like, who else, um, 
you know, when it comes to, when it comes to prepping for the week, who else feels like this, like no plan, just kind of winging it, um, you know, cheers to, you know, cheers to a, a crazy, a crazy Monday, something funny in the morning on a Monday, like the selfie could be an expression. It could be different. And then you, you have a caption to describe it. It's not just glamour shots, you know, right. but every time you post that picture of yourself, people will stop and look at it. Like they come to social media to see what you're doing. They don't come to social media to see you resharing CNN, you know, like they right. want to see you and your content. And if you are feeling vulnerable and exposed, that's all part of it. Like you will, you will get to a point where you actually love sharing. When you start to realize you're connecting with, and for me, my avatar is moms. When you start connecting with that ideal avatar of other moms, you will realize like, oh my gosh, these are real people that I'm connecting with and I could inspire them with my content. I could educate them, entertain them, you know, entertain them in some way. And when you provide value, people will want to reciprocate. You know, so when they do need a product, a service, or even a realtor, they're going to recommend you. They're going to think of you because you have given them that value. Mm, such great tips. And you talked, you touched on the avatar, which is so important on messaging. And you said your avatar is mom. So how do you really develop your avatar and know that that's the right one for you? Yeah. So I think a lot of times people will think of someone who needs what they have. So let's say you're a single mom who was able to grow your side hustle and provide for your kids. And you're like, oh my gosh, every single mom, this single mom I'm talking to, she needs this product. But if she doesn't want it, she's not your avatar. Your avatar is someone who wants what you have. So mm. you have to, yeah. So you have to figure it out by identifying their pain points. So I, someone said, I don't know who quoted this, but I heard someone say that people won't tell you their problems unless they think you can solve them. Ah, so I was like, okay, there you go. There's your roadmap. Right. So through your content, what you want to do is provide a solution to what their potential problem is. So that way, for example, let's say you sold, let's say you had a, uh, like a online program that people could register for where you could do home workouts and it was all virtual and it was led by you. You could do a post that said, Hey, Hey moms, or whoever your avatar is who is already starting to feel some of that holiday weight gain, doesn't want to wait till January, right? Um, who out there is struggling with, with, you know, the COVID carbs or whatever. And if the mom, you know, moms, moms are saying me, 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 they have all just raised their hand and told you that they're your ideal avatar. Like it's mm. genius. And then now you have an in. So now you can message them and, or tag them and say, Hey, I saw you, you know, you want to get a jump start before the new year comes. I actually, I'm an, uh, you know, personal trainer. I do everything online. It's group style. So it's super affordable. Tell me a bit more about what's going on. And then you can identify their pain points, have a conversation. This is why messenger is so powerful, but that's just an example. So when you're trying to think of your ideal avatar, one, who wants to work with you or, or wants what you have. And then you also want to think about who you were, who you were when you got into what you're doing. So sticking with that story, did you get into personal training because you had gained 40 pounds in college? That's actually what happened to me is I gained 40 pounds in college and that's why I became a nutritionist, but go back to where you were when you started out with your entrepreneurial effort efforts. Did you do it because you were trying to get out of debt like me? So I'm thinking of the mom who either wants to stay home with her babies and not go back to corporate, or she's in a corporate job and she wants to quit and come home and stay with, stay home with her kids. That's who I think of, because that's who I was when I got into this. So if you're, people get so lost in this, you probably noticed this too, Lauren, they overcomplicated or they feel like they're going to lose people, right? They're yeah. like, 
I sell, you know, toothpaste whitening stuff. <laughs> everyone has teeth. If I just talk to the moms, I'm missing out on everyone else who has teeth. But if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Right. It's like when, I don't know if, if, if you go to church or, it, but we can all identify with this if you're a student in the class, you know, when you feel like the, the lectures for you. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. It's <laughs> yeah. like, they know me and you're yeah. almost like embarrassed. Like, like have they been following yes. me around? Like, are you in my head right <laughs> <Yes>. now? <laughs> Totally. So it is that weird, like eerie feeling, but then you're going, oh my gosh, I, I need to hear this message. This is for me. Well, when people engage with your content, you want them to feel like that, like, oh my gosh, she gets me. Mm. And then you go, okay, this girl's awesome. Like, I don't even know her that well, but I really, I like what I'm seeing. I like the feel I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to comment. Or if, if that, per, you know, someone reaches out to that person, they go, yes, let's talk because I feel like you get me. But if you're just promoting your stuff to everyone, no one's hearing your message, honestly. And you can kind of tell based on the results, results that you're getting right now too. Right. I love that. And I love taking it, stripping it back down and going back to where you were because you've had a lot of growth and you put in the work, but if you're catering and nurturing those people who still have to do that, who you want them to get to where you're at, you got to meet them where they're at in that moment. Yeah. And I think people forget, I think they don't give themselves credit to say that they have a real story, you know, or to say, well, this is where, this is who I am. And this is who I was. And this is the journey that I went on. Like, I don't think they stopped to give themselves credit. And I have a 12 month group coaching program, and this is covered in the second semester and they all get hung up on this. I mean, girls that are crushing it, they build huge organizations online. Some of them making six figures. And I'm like, okay, who's your ideal avatar? And they're like, I don't know. Like yeah. it's just this thing, this elusive thing. But once you get clear on your avatar, guess what? Every single posts you do every single story, every single live, you have her in your mind. So you start speaking to her. It gives you so much clarity when you're writing or creating a story or the content for a live, you can really focus on her. It's going to make your job so much easier and more enjoyable. And then the connections go through the roof because you are connecting with your ideal avatar. That's so interesting. And I think it's interesting that people get tripped up on this part. Do you think it's because like, they don't feel that their journey has been like all that, you know, like mm -hmm. unique, you know, it's like, Absolutely. oh, yeah, like, but, but it is. And it clearly, we have similarities in our journeys. That's not saying that they're the same, but then I would be part of your avatar, right? So then it makes sense for me to work with someone who has a similar journey, who can understand the struggles that I'm going through. So it's interesting that people overlook that uniqueness of their story and kind of downplay it. Oh yeah, for sure. And they, for some reason, they they kind of hold back and sharing their story. And you know, what there's there's your story is actually a strength on social media. It mm -hmm. becomes the way that people can connect with you, like you said. And I think that a lot of people struggle with feeling like they have value to offer. And you know, even if you say you've been home with your kids for twenty years, and you're like, well, what do I have to offer? girl, you're like my hero, man. Right? Like having these girls home this year, I was just like, uh, no, I am not cut out for homeschool. Like, no, thanks. It's just not my jam. You know, I am in awe of these moms that like run the household and they have the command center and this and the meal prepping and they have all these things going on. And you're just like, Whoa, yeah. <laughs> like that's awesome. Well, couldn't you turn into like the Pinterest target mom, like create a whole thing around that, you know, teach us moms how to get through these kind of times. But right. we don't, we don't realize that we have so many like life experiences to draw from past jobs, skill sets. And the coolest thing is 
when I started and got into more of the social media teaching, I literally would tell people on live. So guys, by the way, last year I learned about uh, putting a poll in your stories. It's really cool because stories had just kind of started like when I began this three years ago. Yeah, you, you put a poll up and so you can ask people a question and when they do it, you swipe up and then you could, you know, talk to those people. And they're like, oh, awesome. We're going to go do that. Like, we didn't know what we were doing, but they were like, wow, it worked. Kimberly, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing, but I said that. And I said, I'm learning this. This is so exciting. Come, come do this with me. Have fun. And I got my moms excited about building their businesses online where before it was like intimidation central, right? Like if right. you didn't have a landing page with an opt-in and an email list and all of that, like you couldn't even play on social media, you know, but then there's this emergence where it became an even playing field for sure. <laughs> I love that. And I'm sure that you have learned so many lessons in this journey in itself, but what has been the biggest keys to your success? success as a seven figure earner. So I, for me, I, I think one of the things that I've done really well, of course, you figure out whatever is destructive. You know, if there's something destructive that's holding you back, it could even be a spouse and you need to have a conversation. Like, I know you don't get this, but this is really important to me. And I need you to support me, even if you don't understand it. Right. right. Or for me, it was obviously the alcohol, like whatever the destruction is, you've got to get that out of there because it's just, you're going to get, pro you're going to reach some progress and you're going to self-sabotage. Right. So to clear out whatever it is. But for me, it's, I am, I'm a visionary. So I tend to see things in people that they can't see. And I also think big, you know, just kind of just naturally, but I'm always thinking about what I can create like that next step. My mind is always thinking about, Ooh, let's make this, Ooh, let's do this. And so I think the, one of my favorite quotes is Earl Nightingale's, you get what you think about most of the time. And that's mm -hmm. the greatest secret. The thing that we don't realize is a lot of times we're just beating the drum of what happened yesterday. We're thinking about, we're worrying about our bills. What I encourage you to do is go, what if, right? What if, you know, I did this and what if I grew this? And, ooh, what could I make? And what could I create? And how could I show up? And ooh, could I cultivate a Facebook group? Or maybe, you know, Instagram's your jam, wherever you want to hang out. And I encourage you to think about visualize yourself at home in front of your webcam, right? In, in, in your desk, what would your office look like? How would you speak? Who would you hang out with? Maybe you need to get some new friends, right? Would you get your kids off to the bus, onto the bus in the morning and pick them up from school? Like, even if you're at a job right now, you can dream, daydream of these things and spend so much time thinking about that, get aligned energetically and feel excited, joyful expectation, and just say, I'm so excited that this is happening. And the more time you can play with that, like make believe stuff, literally you are telling your subconscious mind, this is what we want to have happen. And the universe does everything it can to support you. And the higher vibe you can be in the longer, the faster it comes into fruition. So I would just say, get clear, have a vision, right? Like it, we're wrapping up this year at the time of this recording, we're at whatever time of year you listen to this, get a vision board together, right? Spend some time looking at that, speak, speak truth and affirmations into your mind every single day. And when you do that one day, you'll look up and go, oh my gosh, I did it. Like I've manifested everything that I said I was going to do. Let's make something new today. <laughs> I love that. And I love that you have to get clear on like that. What if, like what would mm -hmm. happen, but also like knowing what you want. I, the other week I watched the new movie. It's the new secret movie. I think it's dare to dream, but Ooh. they said it's really good. <laughs> oh, I'm totally going to watch it. You should. And I was, I felt guided to it that day. Like every day thing that day was a real struggle for me, you know? So I was yes. like, I'm just going to surrender because it's not worth stressing out. And like this movie just like popped into my head. I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's on Prime. And there it was. But they said something in it that just gave me that aha moment of 
how they had asked one of the characters asked the other character, you know, like, well, what do you want? And it was Katie Holmes character. And she said, I don't know. And she said, well, then how can you ask for it? If you don't know what you want, how can you ask for it? And it's so simple, right? But it's just like, well, right. I, I, you can focus on all the things you don't want, but if you're not clear on what you do want, then how are you just going to expect the universe to drop it in your lap for you? <laughs> yes. Oh, that is so well said. And it's, it's a, it's a real struggle for people. They know what they don't want, but they don't stop to think about what they do want. And it, and it's funny because it's like getting in your car, going on a trip and you don't know where you're going to go. <laughs> you right. know, it seems silly, but it's our life. And a lot of times we don't stop and get that clarity. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. So many great tips, Kimberly. I know you have so much more value and wisdom to share. Where can our audience go to connect with you further? Oh yeah, I would love that. So I have a website. It's thegolddiggergirl.com. It's G-O-A-L and all my you know links and stuff are on there. And you can find me anywhere on social media at the Gold Digger Girl, um, Instagram. I go live every Monday at one o'clock central on my business page, the Gold Digger Girl, teaching you simple systems and online strategies to build your business. So that would be a good place to come hang out if you want to learn more. Perfect. I will link that in this week's episode notes. I love the work you're doing and the mission you're on. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your light. Thank you for having me. Kimberly has so many great tips and I truly enjoy following her on social media. I've linked Kimberly's website and social channels on this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, drop a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you tune in and turn it up. Your ratings help get this show on the podcast charts, which then helps the show find its way into the homes, cars, and earbuds of new listeners all around the world. I'm back on Friday for another episode of Fuel Your Life Friday, but until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.